Maybe this sounds familiar. On the outside, I appear to be fine, put together, and in control. But on the inside, I found myself spiritually spent and emotionally exhausted. I was fooling everyone, or so I thought, except myself. Perhaps it's time for a soul dive into the deeper ends of consciousness. Welcome to the Soul Dive Podcast. I'm Chris McCann. In every episode, I will help you trigger a journey of self-discovery. In the company of our guests, we'll share with you lessons of spiritual guidance to help you on your way to a, a life of authentic inward joy and satisfaction. So finding your inner blocks, setting spiritual and emotional goals, and discovering your truest self are only some of the things that we'll help you with, and we're focusing on men. Let's dive right into it. All right, well, we're going to get started. Okay, my pathway, unfortunately, takes two and a half minutes to say. <laughs> so get comfy. Very comfortable. And once we're in, we will we will dive in and get started. Okay. So cute. <laughs> okay. Faithful guardians, devoted guiding forces, and all supportive beings welcome. Illuminate the truth and clarity that we seek. Help us embody the knowledge and compassion for ourselves and others. Bring forth the wisdom and understanding necessary for our soul's evolution. We ask to be in alignment with the expansive possibilities of this life path. To fulfill our true destiny and honor our birthright. Provide us with discernment. Awaken all our senses to be present and receptive to your true guidance. Surround us with protective life force energy and transmute intervening and disruptive energy into a divine source of love. Grant us access to the source of the Akashic Records of Chris. Allow the healing to transcend through all aspects of Chris. The guardians will speak the truth and it will be received by our listening. We welcome our devoted guiding forces and all supportive beings to be fully present and available as we commune with the duality of truth. And so it is, the source of the Akashic Records is now available. All right. So I like, I like to still settle in and just see, um, see what messages can come through. 
without us, you know, having to probe them. Uh, so I have two messages so far. The first was a visual. It was an, it, it was an image of a cat that didn't have like a physical body or a color. But then as I saw this cat walking forward, uh, it's, it started to materialize and it was a black cat. And, um, as it was like turning into a physical entity, um, they just said the word mystic. <laughs> um, and I kept trying to go deeper on that, but what was interesting is the cat kept walking forward and I felt like, Oh, okay. Wow. Now there's a little bit more. The cat kept walking forward and it just wasn't going anywhere. So then I asked them to talk and I heard, and, it, and here's what I heard them say. They were saying like, our dearest one, how nice it is to be with you. And they emphasize the word like be, and it just felt like, it, it feels like a, it's a oneness, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not like, oh, you're in our company. We're with you. It's like, it's so nice to just like be with you. Okay. Coming back to the cat, as I started to share a little bit more about the cat, um, I started to get more, more messages connected to it. They started to show me how, how like primal, oh, um, mystic. Okay. So there's two things happening. Uh, they're showing me how primal a cat is and how present, like the cat doesn't care about anything that happened, you know, yesterday they are, they're so present and in the moment. And then it's also about, um, like what, what starts to come or unfold in the future, but they don't care about the future because there's this like primal nature that just like roots and grounds them in the moment. So it feels like the cat knows that a past exists and a future exists, but it doesn't care. And, and what they were telling me is that is the nature of a mystic. The true nature of a mystic is like, yeah, these exist, but who cares? You know, like this is this, uh, this moment is such a concentrated, potent, vital energy that can bring about an experience that is, that is planned or unplanned. So now they're, they're talking about, um, like completely letting go of control or surrendering to control because there, because there is nothing to control. 
And that also being very connected to this primal, true essential nature of a primitive um, entity, being, human being, human being as being very primal. (sighs) Let me just um, ask if there's anything else. There was a message about, I heard them say, come back to your roots. And I asked if coming back to your roots is um, connected to that, that primitive life force. Um, I'm just waiting to see the, the correlation or not. They're saying yes. Come back to your roots. Okay, what's interesting is now I'm seeing ancestors. So there's so there's a dual nature. Uh, it's it's that quality of being alive and in the now as it is also connected to the ancestral existence. So coming back to your roots actually has, it had, well, multiple meanings, but in this, in this message, it's, they're telling me two meanings, something about coming back to your ancestors, Chris. Now, now as the message starts to evolve a little bit more, it has something, there's something coming up around your ancestors. We'll be, you know, with Adam and crew this weekend and a lot of that work that happens in, at the fireplace is ancestrally supported. Oh. And you hear, like, just thinking about the experience of hearing them outside the teepee, like, full on, like, Dolby Atmos surround sound. And you hear, like, chanting, praying, crying, laughing, like, all of it. Um, is a really uh, incredible experience. That's all our ancestors. Um, what's come into my awareness of late has been my my father's mother and her side. Mm. And so one of the projects I had taken on over the uh, pandemic when we were in slow was to do our family tree. And I got really far back in a lot of areas, but there, there's this huge gap. And uh, my grandmother, my dad's mom, had the ability to communicate with people in a nonverbal way. And that's the extent of what I know. But she also, when I say she, and it was um, her and source visited me when I was 17 and I just turned 17 and after sitting in the cemetery with her because she had passed away five years that night Mm. 
later on, she visited me and I just saw this white light come in from this window and it got brighter. It was like a Disney movie. So it was like super small and it got brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And I just like automatically sat up as the light was at the foot of my bed. She was like, you know, I love you. I've always loved you. Like in your, you're never alone. But that light was more than just her, of course. Right? And I, I sensed that. And I woke up that morning, hadn't forgotten about the experience. I was like, wow, I feel amazing. Like, why do I feel so light? And then I remembered it. And it's like, that was, that was one of the first memories I have of what that experience is like and being connected to source. So there's all our relations in the ancestral sense, right? And all of the bones that are in the fireplace um, that had to exist in that way to be able to keep the fire lit. And that, of course, is a more direct um, relationship to, I feel like, my father's mother's side, that lineage. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like there was a lot of um, not black magic or white magic, just a lot of connection. Yeah. I could explore. Wow. And, and, okay, so um, is this the ancestral lineage that's connected to Eastern Europe? Yes. That's really interesting because as you were sharing that, I could feel her but I also could feel the land mm. of Eastern Europe. And I was like, there's, there's like something I can feel everyone. Of course I see everyone, but the land as the ancestor as well. Um, wow. Right. So then this comes all the way back to having been invited to go to Auschwitz and Birkenau to spend time and work in the land, which hasn't happened yet uh, for many reasons. Pandemic, the new government in Poland, et cetera. Mm -hmm. There's work there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. So. Let me ask where they want to go from here, unless you, you have anything that comes to you. No, I'm trying the one. So in the last two weeks, when this is coming to my awareness, I have invited them in to help support in a conscious way and, and to work through me. As I was doing that, my friend's wife left me a voice memo and had this meditation where I showed up um and and offered some support and then introduced these other three entities to her so it was interesting it was really cool to get that feedback and like where i consciously then you know offered my myself in support of the highest good and then to have a very real uh exchange and feedback right was very um, affirming for me mm, wow Okay. 
Wow. Uh, they used, they used the words root worker, but not as, yes, yes, of course, as being, as being rooted to this planet, being, being rooted into the land and, and identifying the land as an equal ancestor, um, to a human being, to a physical being. What they are talking about is a root worker that is actively working with an ancestral lineage, um, not limited to human beings. And so you call, you like, you know, inviting the permission of like, you know, that you will work with her and them actively um, is what they were talking about when they, when they were saying root worker. And that's what it means in this context is to work at the root level um, ancestrally. And what they're also saying about that is that you um, equally are connecting others to this, to this, um, they just said life source. So the ancestral lineage as a life source, you are connecting others to this life source. Um, specifically, they said the words active inclusion. Or, or another way to say it, conscious inclusion. So it is not. It is not a being blind to every every uh, everyone, everything, everywhere that has gone before one but is actively consciously including that as a life source, which is connected to the message around the cat. So I forgot to tell you this, when Kingston and I were walking on Monday, just on Ashland, um, we took a, a different route, right? So whenever we take a different route, magical things happen. And, and all of a sudden he pulled and this black cat was like, and like jumped. And this cat followed us three blocks. Oh my gosh. About half a block away. I'll send you a picture of this thing. It was like almost spooky. Like it knew what the fuck was going on. We was like, okay. Like there's literally a black cat following me. And it took, like, yeah. Um, and Mystic came up. In the same way that the word visionary came up yesterday when I was hanging out with David, um, there was a book sitting on the kitchen counter the other day um, that's mine. And the title of it is Yogi, comma, Mystic, comma, and Visionary, or something like that, maybe in that order. And I was like, yeah, like two out of three of those feel appropriate. And I would never, ever, 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 ever put a title on myself. 
So when you said mystic, and I was like, yeah, because there's a lot coming up this weekend. And if not me, then who? Mm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, as you shared that, Chris. Okay, so so do you? This you said a lot's coming up this weekend. Is that uh, do we have cer some ceremony? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, that makes a lot of sense because when they were talking about a root worker and connecting others with that, that ancestral life source, I could feel you like connecting, connect, like without without it being so obvious, like, this is what I'm doing. You are doing it. And maybe that has been your experience, like in the past, you know, so maybe they're just, they are. You can't, or you can't charge for something that you can't like demonstrate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like go of that. Like there's so much that just happens consciously or unconsciously. Hmm. Okay, I want to ask them. Okay, do you is there anything on your mind? Because I have something on my mind that I want to ask them, but I don't want to. No, is it so? The black cat is really just kind of like a figurehead for this session, right? Meaning that's like a an archetype of what we're. Yeah, let me just make sure. Hold on. I'm not sure if there's anything else there. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. I wanted to check. Yeah, you're correct. So they archetype um, and primitive nature is the words they're using. An archetype for primitive nature. Mm. But they're saying that primitive nature is mystic. And one last part of that, thank you, is as my own um, Hellenized and Christianized pathway uh, was never meant to be static. And I think we talked about it, how it was always going to evolve. And it's evolved into, of course, you know, um, infinite beings, elemental beings, mm. implicate order, explicate order. The grandfathers and grandmothers, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, all our relations. And then when I say grandmother, like kind of like up here is where I see like the old gypsy wagon kind of. And so I know that I'm like, like kind of connecting to that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, yeah, like that sort of thing. So that's, Typically, how I'll go in for now. Mm -hmm. it, it, that feels like conscious inclusion, I guess, is what I'm. Yeah. Yeah, they just said that that is everything.
element elemental beings feels connected to the land does does that feel does elemental being beings feel like uh the land as well yes and mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> well yeah okay that totally makes sense because when they when they said yes that is everything they they were bringing me back to land of course as a as an entity as an ancestor and they sh- they showed me that connected to elemental beings and so yeah the beings that are birthed of this earth being mushrooms etc yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's almost like it was created without having a full understanding of it, but there it is. Yeah. And it just is evolving. Wow. Expanding. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of wanted to ask them for like, um, not necessarily a closing on that message, but just, if there's a message around just kind of like pulling it together or like tightening anything around it, let me just see if there's something. Well, they, uh, they showed me this really beautiful image of it's, it's a tree, but it doesn't look alive it kind of looks like this bark that's in the shape of a hand and it's just rising up out of the ground. Like it has a trunk and it has branches, um, but it's just wood. You know, there isn't any, um, any like leaf or, or nothing, you know, it's just wood. Uh, I saw that. And then I also saw the hand like in the earth. And then I just heard them say the words reaching in, reaching out. (laughs) I was like, well, what do you mean? And, and they were like, well, it was kind of funny. They're like, well, you, you're the one that said, you know, pull it together, (laughs) like pull the message together. And so I suppose. Hold on one second. Okay, I I can understand now. So they said, so so essentially what they were talking about was in order to reach out, you have to reach in. So you reach in to reach out. And that's that's all connected to this message, all these like little pieces. And then of course the work the active work that you are doing, Chris. So basically, Chris, you are reaching in to reach out and reach out further. Um, But one last little thing, I saw a hand reaching into a heart. So it's not just like going anywhere. It feels like it's like going right into the heart. 
Yeah. It's going to be powerful. Okay, perfect. I don't get anything else around that specifically. So. Hey folks, I just wanted to take a minute to remind you of the four day self-discovery retreat coming up in April that will be taking place on sacred indigenous lands in Southern California. Between eating organic farm-to-table meals, experiencing guided meditations, workshops, yoga, immersing yourself in stargazing, walking in the footsteps of our ancestors and teepee ceremony, you'll begin to lay out your path toward empowered self-actualization. You will come with plenty of questions and perhaps even heavy, unexplained pain, but you will leave four days later, lighter, more confident, and resilient. Not only will you answer the big questions that take a toll on you, but you will learn how to summon answers to these questions if they ever creep up on you again. If that sounds like something you need or may be interested in, head to my website. It's chrismccann.co backslash events for more information or email me directly at chris at chrismccann.co. I was meditating this morning um, this wonderful little message came in and it's, I haven't quite, I just, I typed it out really quick afterwards. It was like, may I feel our visions? May I feel our sounds? May I feel our feelings for all there is, is within and without. So. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, I love that. It's like, it's like you, the message, you received the message and, and, and then there's this, the interpretation of like this person of that same message. Mm -hmm. Amazing. All right. So I feel like we're good there. All right. And you said something else came up. Yep. Moment. So they were showing me this image of a person um no 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 it's not a person all i see are two hands and the the hand is um like kind of um like there's a ring on the hand and the the other hand is like kind of holding the ring is there is there a piece of jewelry or something that you have in your possession from your father or your, or your father's mother's side? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Let me get more. Well, 
do you have anything in your possession that is, that is from a family member that was like given to you? Beyond my parents. I have a lot of things from my, my mom's father. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Anything from the other side. Okay. Hold on. Let me check. That I'm aware of. Okay, so now these hands, um, this, this is a being. This isn't like they're, they're showing me an image of, of hands to be symbolic or, or a metaphor. This is actually a being. And this being is trying to show us something about something that you have in your possession presently. I'm just digging deeper though. Hmm. Okay. So then, all right. Maybe this is connected to your mother's side around her father. Um, Is there a ring? I don't have physical possession now of any pieces of jewelry from him. I have a book or two. We have some weird little statues, a couple of Buddhas, if you remember all of that. <laughs> um, and then from my last trip back, I brought back black and white photos of my mother's mother's side going back a couple of generations. So I have physical possession of those. No, this is a ring. Hold on. And I trust source in you more than I trust my own like awareness at a human level. So. Okay, hold on. Let me go deeper. Hmm. Wow, this is really multi-dimensional hold on someone wants you to have a piece of jewelry a ring I think it's actually from your father's side. Cause I said mother's side. They said, no father's side. And here's what's, here's, what's really confusing. The message that I'm receiving is that it's something, it's something that's already in your possession but it is not physically in your possession. So something that's like coming to you and, and whoever um, it's connected to, it's connected to a man. uh, He 
wants you to have that. You are meant to have that. That is yours. That is yours. Like, like you are your own ancestor. That is yours. Mm. Like it's kind of like a, a piece that is reclaiming its owner. Mm. Hold on. Let me just see a little bit more. Uh, okay. So I, I, I had to like say to them, I said, so funny. It's like the reader keeping it real with them. <laughs> I, I said, what does this have to do with Chris? What does this have to do with anything about, about Chris? And, um, and the response that I heard back was nothing is ever lost. then I had a a sense that someone can perceive something as lost and it very well could be lost in that lifetime. Like it's gone. But because time doesn't exist and the infinite nature of being, they're saying what once was yours always comes back. And that this is, this is a, it's a piece that's very meaningful to you. That was very meaningful to, very meaningful to that, that life, that, that, that individual experience. The story, the story, uh, They said the story is in the piece. The story is in the jewelry. And then they just said, coming back to you, coming back to you. Like, uh, I kind of, I under, I, I feel like I kind of understood that as like the piece is coming back to you, but hold, mm, the, it feels like the piece and the story are coming back to you. My follow-up question to them was, um, and how does that support Chris? And what I could see was, uh, it's, um, it, it, it almost looked as, uh, as if there is, um, like a part of your story that wants to be a- awakened and lived, like it wants to continue to live on with you. So there's, so there's just energy, information, um, a story that's continuing. Wow. A story that is continuing a story that has taken place. That's continuing in this lifetime. All right. So this is okay. So they just told me that this, this is like, it's, it's an extension of what we were, what we were talking about in the first chunk. It's an extension that's kind of like shooting out. And 
the importance of the importance of how stories evolve that are uh, not within the context of time, but how how the energy and the spirit and the story evolves. Oh, that was my phone that fell. Oh my god, that was that was scary for me. <laughs> I know it's like any little noise. I'm like, oh my God, shock to the system. Um, so know that essentially what they're showing. Yeah, it's okay. So this is really beautiful. This whole message is about story. Mm. And I can just see the evolution of story as like no beginning, no end, just like this continuous, like, oh, here, here you are again. Here I am again. And, um, okay, you as a, as you, as a story, story facilitator, teller. I thought they were going to say teller, but they said facilitator because Chris, yes, you can tell your story but you also bring it out of others. Mm. And that, okay. And that, okay. Is even linked to being, to being a root worker, which is connecting. They shared previously connecting somebody with their roots for the purpose of the story evolving, the story of their soul evolving. So not only are you connecting and kind of like furthering like uh, the story of each being to continue to evolve and move forward. You're just like, it feels like you, you're such a, you're a fertilizer. Like you're just like, you're, I feel all this like goodness, like under the energy that's coming through a story. And it feels like you just, that's the miss, that's the mystic. That is the energy. I think we've always known this about you. Metaphorically being a a seed planter. That doesn't even like do you justice. You really do bring out, you bring out. And I also, I'm like having this glimpse of like, when you see someone, you see them, but you, you really see them. You see their being. And you can pull forward what is a necessary acceleration for an individual to be connected. So any dormant connectivity Mm, They said two things. They said, wakes up and alive, alive, dormant, 
alive. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if there's anything else. Oh, and then essentially what they were telling me, um, just coming back to the ring, um, that's an experience that you, that's an experience that you are having at this time, which feels like, um, there's, there's a few words that they're saying, evidence, influence, uh, it's an experience that you are having that allows you to do what you are doing. Yeah, it's really amazing. Kind of hard to describe, but it just feels like this, this, um, I don't know. It's like you, uh, here's, a, here's a, um, a way that I can describe it. I basically saw an elder speaking to a young person and there was like all this wisdom, like the elder didn't need to say a whole lot, but just said enough that was so wise to the young individual, um, which then just feels very, um, in the ind individual feels like very awake awakening awakened. So that's like the best way I can describe what they're, what they're relaying to me. Oh, and I feel you as that elder, of course, the one that brings out of the other person. I kind of also feel like you, you attune people, not like a Reiki, you know, attunement, um, I feel it here. There's something that's happening here. I, and, and I also feel in other people. Really being seen by you. And that's vulnerable to be seen at the level of how you see them. Which is an attunement. Oh. I swear you can monetize that. Hey, come hang out with me. Let's go come. for a walk. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. Let's go for a walk and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty special. But you know what? That makes sense about you because I remember you and I would talk. Like you'd be in, you'd be in a Lyft or an Uber. <laughs> You know, and, and like, it would just happen. Like yeah. that is, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. If I go for my walks in the morning, just to go connect with people. <sighs> so nice to have Kingston. Cause he's like, he's guiding you. <laughs> totally. Wow. totally. Yes. Yeah. It's uncanny. Like I just have to just relax into him and just let him guide. 
because oh Barry God. does like that's where I ran into the that couple or the the mom and the son we met their deceased sister and daughter right because he would not budge and we waited there wow oh my god he's a spirit guide I was like, oh my God, would it be so funny if he was one of my spirit animals? He's like this goofy little pit bull. <laughs> yes. That's my problem. Feels. Mm-hmm. Did he choose you or did you choose him? That's Helen question to you. Oh, he was just waiting for me. And I saw him and we just knew. Wow. Wow. He's been amazing. He struggles at night. He has a lot of anxiety and gets really afraid and all the things still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just love him. Mm. Yeah. And I was talking to him the other day. I'm like, I wonder if I can just tell him we're going for a walk. Like I didn't see him. I was just like, and within like two minutes, he shows, he like, I look out the window and he like looks up and he comes upstairs <laughs> waiting. Yes. God. Yeah. It's really cool. So cool. Do I need to go look for this ring? Let's find out. Okay. So we do know that it is connected to your father's side. Let's see. Chris, is your father still, your father's still alive? Yeah. Yeah. We just signed off on their trust and living will and all that stuff. Uh, okay, let me see what's going on here. <laughs> they said it's coming to you. Okay. And it will be like through your father's hand, somehow comes through your father's hand. And then they brought me back to the, that message they said earlier. Uh, something about like never lost. Yeah. What Sorry. is, is yeah. never lost? I don't even have to ask them. I just just trust, and everything's just gonna unfold. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels like a really a really special. It's going to be a really special piece. Wow. And it's totally a ring. I asked if that was if it was a metaphor, or did they literally mean a ring? They said literally a ring. Hmm. So much energy. It might need a good energetic cleanse, but the story, the story is there. What, what needs to be there is there. Like I kind of felt like, oh, wow, this feels like a Lord of the Rings type of a ring. Like <laughs> there's a comment really. Yeah, it's got like all this information that was just like energetically stored inside of it. Right. Yes. In way. Yeah. And I also feel, um, are both of your. On, on your right and your left hand, are these fingers the same ring size? I don't know. I think maybe. 
Because the reason I'm, I'm saying or asking that is because the hands showed me the, the ring on the right side. And I also saw it on the left side. Cool. Yeah. So it feels like something that, you know, it'll, it'll be where it needs to be when it comes. It'll fit essentially. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's funny because we just went through like all the power of attorney and the living trust and all that stuff just this week. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. So, uh, this is a, a Helen question. Um, uh, do you have siblings? Yes. My sister and my brother, sister, 10 months younger, Kelly brothers, seven years younger, Andy. Okay. Okay. The brother, I think that your brother is, um, what I'm trying to like go a little bit deeper on because, um, like no, no, conf- can't be any confusion about this piece and it belonging to you. So that's why I was like, oh, are there some siblings? Because I feel like there, there could be some confusion about this piece. Like, I don't know if, if, um, it really specifically has been like marked or, or outlined. I don't know. There's like a little bit of like fuzziness around it. So, uh, I don't know how that will, how that will work out, but it doesn't even matter because they're saying like, it's yours and it's coming to you. But what I, what I think I feel is there might be some question around it. Like when, when it surfaces and like when it's ready to come to you, Mm um, I can feel your siblings also like just aware of it. Yeah. But they're really great. They just said, um, it is coming directly to you, but you know, but it is being exposed on the way. Wow. I have no idea what it is. So yeah, this is, uh, oh my God, it's going to be so crazy. Like when it does materialize, like I want to be like, what? <laughs> I know, seriously, like, huh. Um, but what I, the last little, okay, so whatever, all right, so the last little piece around that is like, whatever stories are connected, they are, they're continuing, Chris, and the, the players are different. So like you and the people you're connected to, like the players are different, but it's like continuing on. Mm -hmm. So that feels really special. It's like, because I had said to them, oh, is this a past that's trying to influence and like take over or control like the story, like of Chris? And um, they were saying, no, this is a story that is now evolving with all of the different individuals that are are present. Um, so yeah, it's not, yeah, it doesn't feel like I just want, yeah, there's a difference. It doesn't feel like this. It feels like this. 
It's Very. fun because this is at a human level, right? So in terms of the actual transaction and the, the genetic bloodline, right? But it's so much bigger than that. <laughs> it's almost like a game that we play, right? In the cosmos. Of breadcrumbs. Oh God, I know. Like writing a book and then reading a book that you may have written 300 years ago or whatever it might be. Right. Those are all. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That is so fascinating. I just, as you were saying that with breadcrumbs, I had this image of um, like a lot of the times you see like investigators, like they have little red string. They're like connecting everything. Mm -hmm. Like the red string, like kind of ties it all together. What's interesting about the, ancestors, the Eastern European ancestors, so my dad's mother's side, that they're bakers. Oh. And there was something I was reading the other day, it was a poem um, about spiritual work and how being a baker is one of them. And it was just a really beautiful reminder because I would just when I was younger, I would dismiss my father for just being simple in that sense. Wow. And yeah, there's something really beautiful about making something that nourishes people. And also something from yeast. Hmm. Cause I can see, I can see the life in yeast and then how that life kind of multiplies. And so, yeah, it's really beautiful. Like it, it seems really simple, but it's like such a spiritual ecosystem that's beautiful Chris my god it's almost like that was like their that was their spirituality totally so I've had this notion just over the past couple of days um, to ask my dad what baking really meant to him and to, but to have that type of conversation and record it. Oh, wow. Did you already do that or you want to do that? I want to do that. It just came to me a couple of days ago. Oh. So the human level answer may be different than right, the yeah. more etheric. Absolutely. But I can already feel I, I I can feel the interpretation. It's interesting. I don't know what the interpretation is, but I can feel it inside of you. It's like you're the. F- How it feels, you are able to interpret what he is saying. So it's like he, you know, he'll, he'll obviously he'll speak and he'll share, but you're like, you know, right. It's really beautiful. Yeah. 
That's really great. Wow. This is, this is really cool to just see, um, like where, where they are bringing, bringing us mm-hmm. kind of with these two, two themes or topics so far. Um, is there anything you want to focus on next? No, everything happens in three. So what do they have queued up? <laughs> Let's find out. Okay. Well, this is really interesting because it's on the same, it's on the same topic, but it's different. What they are talking about is, is the, the future ancestor, ancestry, the future of it. And, uh, I also didn't see that as being like literal to, um, to like Meredith or, or even like your sons. What I saw it connected to were people that you have a relationship with, but it not necessarily being a relationship of family. It was like, um, it kind of feels like, like soulmates, but in a different way hard to explain. So let me just, let me, uh, kind of lean into it a little bit more. I'm going to take a bio break right around the corner. You can't see me. Okay. You can talk. I can hear you. Oh, I can talk. Okay. I was, I started to write it down. Okay. So what they said was birthing new relationships. Uh, I was specifically seeing, okay. (laughs) This, I feel like I'm, they're putting me in a difficult position because I don't know how this is going to be received. Um, (laughs) um, but what I'm okay. So unfiltered here, here is what they started to show me everything that I started to, uh, hear them say. So, so one of the things that they showed me was who you are and And that monogamy and being non-monogamous is so polarizing. And there's like this, this like in-between that like is you, that is the true nature of you. So you have these relationships, like, you know, your ex-wife and having sons with your ex-wife, right? Like that's, that has been like 
an experience. You have your relationship with Meredith and that experience. But what they are showing me is like this true nature of you and this like uh, this freedom in birthing new relationships. So um, they started to show me how like uh, how that's looking into the future, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel a lot, I feel a lot of really important relationships. And in these important relationships, what I can feel is it's like a, like a, a sexual romantic energy. And it's something that I feel on like both sides. So hold on, let me get more. Mm You're just like, you're such a freely loving being. Like I, I just, I can feel people experiencing that love. And then it, and then it feels like the only thing that is shameful about that is, is these untrue constructs around monogamy. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily feel like they're trying to like promote, you know, like a non-monogamous life. However, I'm like, there's a lot of energy around you as it pertains to like how things are, are feeling and looking and unfolding. And, and they just keep bringing me back to this, like birthing new relationships and just a freely loving person. And that there's enough love to go around, enough love for everyone to experience. You know what? Okay, here, here's another way that I can um, interpret this. Uh, <laughs> sword. <laughs> Source loves unconditionally, has no no bias like for or against like it just loves it like it just is and and it feels like source is this like very like an ethically non-monogamous like like love beam and and quite naturally like that is that is that is who it feels like we all are, um, who you are. Uh, but then there's these containers of this physical existence that start to like close that down or, or limit or exclude how that manifests or looks. And so what I could feel is I'm like, Oh wow. Like Chris literally is like a a human manifestation of that source. Like everyone is, everything is, Oh, that's a great example. Like in nature, how it looks in nature. Like, it's like, you know, you, you, you take a mate, you take a partner as it's appropriate. And then it just feels like there's such a liberating 
Like there's no attachment. Eh, might be a little bit of jealousy. No attachment though. <laughs> no. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all connected to, well, I don't want to say like the total future of this life, Mm -hmm. but definitely what I'm, what I, I'm able to feel and experience in the future, you know, as it pertains to creation. Uh, Hold on one second. Oh, um, okay. So I asked them, I was like, oh, can you go a little bit deeper? You know, just, um, if there's anything that I was missing around this and, and it feels it some, I, I, between you and Meredith, I can feel something, but, but I feel you gentle, honest, committed, loving, and opening, opening, something is opening. So it doesn't feel, yeah. Like, I don't feel like you're pulling out a rug, uh, a rug out from anyone. Like I feel you very honest and just, uh, the communication, something about communication feels like very open, honest, loving. And then I can feel something opening here. You, yes, you birth new relationships, but this is about a specific relationship. Hmm. Yeah, which is, which, you know, admittedly, I can feel is has a a very strong romantic life force to it. Wow. Looking forward to seeing what that's all about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if, I can feel this person who is, who is meant to have like a presence in your life, like is like meant to be in your life. I did just ask if this person already is in your life and they're saying no, not physically, not, not to your awareness. But what they showed me was a bigger picture. And what I could see was your journey of experiencing love through partnership. And there's an experience that, um, that will be had. Not, not to take away, not to harm, but to amplify, to complement. Ooh, I don't know. I just felt like, Ooh, something might, something might feel uncomfortable. Like, like the, the, the limiting constructs 
might feel burdensome, but I can just feel this, this, uh, opening in your heart. And it's all, it's all about how like your body, your body as being like part of the earth, you know, like that you, that you are inhabiting this body of the earth. Um, but that, that force inside that the, the life force inside that gives this body life it it has its like mission agenda um assignment like it has its it 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 knows what it's doing and how how those connections come to pass create great meaning for the totality of this life. Mm. So you're, 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 you're passing down or you're, you're teaching, you're passing down, you are enlightening others as it pertains to relationships. So the whole theme of our uh, reading today is about relationships. <laughs> um, sorry, they showed me a circle. So I was asking like what that meant. Um, they said re- relationships as progressing the stories forward, which is kind of cool. Cause then, you know, we can look back on like books, mm-hmm. you know, stories that were, you know, written, I don't know, let's say 200 years ago that feel, can feel very relevant to the now. Yeah. Wow. Story. Um, <laughs> it's alive. Like, it's so crazy. The word story, when I'm saying it, it's so alive. And I think sometimes on a human level, like someone says, oh, story, story. And it's like, oh yeah, a story that's like in a book, right? Very, um, you know, not fourth dimensional. But when I say that word being in your records, it's like so powerful. It's crazy. <sighs> Multiple layers to explore of words on a page. Yes. From words on a page all the way through a portal. Exactly. Um, 
Chris, I love, I love that you're doing your podcast because (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm serious because, um, that feels, that feels like one of those outlets, of course, of your, of your story stories, one of which that feel obviously feels like really important right now the different ways I can feel your voice um, like just being sprinkled throughout the world. The environment, you know, Mm -hmm. of course I can feel it rippling out. Um, Okay. Okay, good, good. Let me see if there's anything else. The last thing they showed me was an image of you and you had this coat on like this, like big feels fluffy on the inside, like fluffy in the hood. Um, so you have this like big coat on and it was almost like you were wrapping yourself in this coat. They're saying the word reveal. I said, reveal what? They said, reveal yourself, reveal all of yourself. Um, which is interesting because I, I feel that's very much you, very much you. Um, but, but I can tell you, I can tell you when they say that, uh, it's like almost like they're, they're, they point my, uh, attention to the duality of truth. So it feels like that when they say, reveal yourself, reveal all of yourself. It's like, it's all, it's all, all. Uh, Okay. I know that's an incomplete sentence. It's all period. As they say that, Chris, I feel it also connected to this, uh, this future birthing, birthing new relationships connected Mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, not, I'm not going to try to interpret that anymore because I think we need to see we need to see how it plays how it's presented and how it plays out. Female, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, hundred <laughs> percent. It's not not the first time it's come up. 
um, the way that it's been presented to me, one of the ways it's been presented to me is that the other side of this equation you know, would wants to or would benefit by going out and playing, which is weird, but I'm, I'm okay with that if it's in service of what's best for that person and uh, for the highest good. Mm. But tomorrow doesn't matter. Like today, that's the situation right, right. now. Right. Oh my yeah. God. You just wake up and do that. Yeah. Wow. And that, oh my God, that brings it like brings the whole, our whole journey full circle because when they were talking about the cat, they were saying like, they, they were talking about the past and the future. Like, yeah, it knows, but like it's living in the now. Huh? Yeah. I feel, I feel like now is more accessible to me than it has been in the past. Yeah. I don't have much anxiety about work relationships. I have an interview coming up here in like 40 minutes when I haven't interviewed with a company in a couple of years, but this one just felt really interesting. And I've been trying fastidiously to get as many things off my plate as possible. So I have more space to go for walks or whatever. And this one, it's a bigger role. And I was like, well, maybe a bigger role is what's appropriate now because my thinking that this work had to be separate from that work Mm. isn't true. The marketplace is the marketplace. And there's many shops inside the marketplace. Mm. And it's like, sure. Like, I don't care what the technology is. I don't care what we're selling or what that is. Like, is this a bigger, is this a bigger stage to have a bigger impact to be able to wake up, wake up, wake up to many more people. It feels like that. So as much as I've tried to like say no to all of this, like in meaning like more jobs, more responsibility, money, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like if the calling or the opportunity exists to be up on a bigger stage, if you will, um, and connecting with more people right, in that particular marketplace, then maybe that's the work. And that feels good. Well, I wrote down the word pioneer and, uh, and you said the word pioneer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but as you were sharing that, the word pioneer was like really pushing through and it was connected to your works not being separate. And that is the pioneering. And now we get to go play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. that's amazing a lot simpler now yeah 
Yeah. Yes. I don't feel any pressure to have to go do anything. It's like you, you, you realized you are doing it. You, you have been doing it. Right. You're already there. You can go ahead and retire now. Yeah. And, and, and the landscape, like, I, I feel like it kind of comes back to what, what you need versus what you want. And like you, you are getting what you need. You have what you need. And, and the want wanting is the guide that is helping things materialize what you need. So then I just had this like moment where the landscape, the landscape that you are in, it's like, it needs you. They need you. They need someone like you. It needs someone like you to be in that arena. And if not me, then who? Right. Right. Um, are you familiar with the quote, the man, uh, uh, Franklin Roosevelt's quote, the man in the arena? Refresh my memory. I have it on my desktop only because <laughs> um, it's just so profound. All right. And the, and the reason I just thought of that, the reason Helen thought of that is because um, from them through me, you being in this arena, being, being what that landscape needs in this arena. So here's the quote, the man in the arena. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive, do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best, (laughs) who at the best knows in the end, the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither nor victory nor defeat. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that's a good one. That's like, that has been circling around. I said Franklin Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt. Mm. Teddy makes sense. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yes. Feels like a nice punctuation mark. I know, right? Okay. Is there anything else? That's a question for you. 
<laughs> I was going to say that's a question for you. <laughs> I love that you just uh, <laughs> yep. pointed it right back this way. Okay, let me see. Um, I'm seeing an image of a forest and the sun is shining through like the, the rays are kind of piercing through and I can see it, uh, in between the trees. I heard them say. Be the light that pierces through the darkness. The light that illuminates the strength that is already there. That encourages the growth and expansion. That is illuminating the height and points of continued growth. Um, I essentially see you as the sun. You are the sun. Yeah. They just said, yeah. When I said that out loud, they said, yeah. Not, I don't know. I feel like, yes, yes. They're like, sort of like, they're validating that. It's really it. It's amazing because when they're showing me that the sun's rays, um, like piercing through this forest, I can, I can see the life like on the floor of the earth, like so alive, um, just like being penetrated by that light. It, it, it like makes the world go round. What you, what you bring and what you give, it makes the world go round. Breeds, it breeds life. And what's really amazing, as we know, sun doesn't do anything but just be, so... That's it. I'd, I'd say that sums up you, Chris. Always has summed up you. <coughs> Excuse 
<clears throat> I got something in my throat. Leftover caffeine. <laughs> oh, amazing. Thank you. You're so welcome, Chris. My goodness, such a pleasure. Mm. Yeah, sometimes just like being in the energy is like, oh, wow. Taking a soul bath. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't been wearing my spiritual clothes in forever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Mm. All right. Well, I will close your records. <sighs> close the portal. <sighs> and so it is the source of the akashic records is now unavailable <laughs> this session is now closed at this time hmm. i kind of laughed at i laughed at myself because um Uh, the source of the Akashic records is now unavailable. I'm like, well, you're really not like, you know, always unavailable. Mm-hmm. But then, but then immediately I was like, this session is now closed at this time. I was like, oh, that that's, that's what that means. Like, it's like our session. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Back to the marketplace. um, i'll have more for you later for sure Mm, i can't wait thank you you're welcome love you i love you talk to you soon i hope you had an enlightening experience and a powerful time taking a soul dive into the deep ends of consciousness and exploring what it means to be a man if you want to work directly with me if that calls to you i'd love to hear from you all you need to do is visit my website www.chrismccann.co backslash coaching if today's episode helped you make progress on your way to self-discovery please feel free to share it with a friend who might need to hear it and don't forget to leave us a rating on itunes so we can grow our community next to the fireplace until next time keep diving keep questioning, keep seeking to know the truth.